Okay, here at seven. Hopefully things are gonna work the whole time with uh, Carrie, a local cosplayer over here in Texas, just like I am. And we just talked about when you started cosplay. I had to redo that. We had some uh, connect, at least on my end, there was some cutting out going on, but you were talking about starting cosplay just a year or two ago, but haven't visited a convention yet, which is interesting because we're in a pandemic and not a safe time to be in big gatherings. Do you feel like you've missed your spot or do you feel confident that you're going to be able to go to conventions? Like things are still going to be all right. No, I feel like, you know, I just got to be patient just like everybody else is. And, you know, at some point I'll make, I'll make it work. You know, I mean, I'm one of those people where I don't really give up on stuff. So if it's something I really want to do, then I'm, you know, I'm going to do it. So hopefully all this stuff gets to the point where we can start doing stuff like that again. And, you know, it'll happen when it happens. Now, how do you feel about the conventions that have been happening in person? Because that's the thing is not every convention is shut down or moved to next year or what have. There are some Texas conventions you can attend if you want. Given they do, or at least they're trying to follow some CDC guidelines and there's debate back and forth on whether or not it works. But do you feel like you want to wait until things are completely safe or just try to go to conventions in this sort of structure that people are going with? Because ACON... I kind of feel like it depends on... Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, I, I think it depends on the venue itself. You know, what protocols they're taking, things like that, how many people they're allowing in. You know, um, I went to a uh, makeup, I went to a makeup event a couple of months ago where, um, you know, they were having a sale and it was in a hotel, but they were doing social distancing and all that stuff. I happened to be the first one there. So there wasn't very many people there, but there were like 30 people plus in the building, you know, in the room that I was in probably wouldn't have gone. (laughs) So it just kind of depends on, you know, the structure of everything. Um, you know, it, everybody's an adult, they can make that decision for themselves. So if they want to go, you know, that's cool. But for me, it just really depends on, you know, certain things. Yeah, I, I guess for me, I'm too much of a COVID coward. So I'm going to sit my butt at home until things are better. We have that vaccine and all that. Now you you mentioned always being in the makeup and I yeah, look at I, I understand. I mean, I'm yeah, yeah. Now, mentioning being into makeup, I looked at your profile and you're into gothic makeup or gothic art. And I see you even dress up as characters. When regarding characters you like to cosplay as, uh, some of them are even Disney, like uh, the villain of uh, uh, Princess and the Frog, Dr. Facilier, I think that's what his name is. What got you into that style? And how does that influence your cosplays? As far as the gothic makeup, um, I mean, it's always been part of my life. My mom is an old school punk from, you know, the eighties. And so it just kind of, I kind of grew up on that style, listening to that music, you know, seeing all the bands and stuff makeup. And it just really inspired me to start, you know, trying stuff out on myself. And, you know, from there, the cosplay stuff just happened. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I could actually start making characters and doing looks based on characters and, you know, just, practice for myself you know so to speak so i can get better at you know what i do i'm trying to even think because i'm because sworn i've seen places over in texas even in the dallas area that are all about 
gothic geek culture. I don't know if that actually does exist because I heard about the Church of Dallas. So I think that's more of the more adult, like 18 plus side. But as far as like another plan, besides whether or not going into a convention is safe, I know cosplayers, they want to try to keep the the love of cosplay going with several different things. Is there anything that you found that keeps you going to being to keep creating costumes, keep dressing up as your favorite characters or what have you, despite not being at a big public event? Yeah, I mean, just the things themselves, the ideas themselves, you know, I, I read a lot. So I take a lot of my inspiration from, you know, the books that I read. Um, you know, I mean, there's stuff all around me that I can use as inspiration. So just because I'm not, you know, necessarily showing it to people and going to a big, you know, to do, I can still, you know, be creative in my own mind. And, you know, honestly, it's a great stress reliever for me. I do a customer service job. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a way to get out of that part of myself for a little bit and, you know, quote unquote, be somebody else. And it's, it's a really fun thing to do for me. Have you thought of, I know this is not a guaranteed success given where we're at, but have you thought of selling crafts or selling like art or prints or anything related to the artistic talent uh, that you love expressing like having a etsy well maybe not etsy there are other stories people think of i mean patreon that's one thing but just getting that business mind going into your love of gothic art yeah i mean i've thought about it i i do um painting sometimes so i mean i wouldn't selling paintings know and things of that nature whenever i make one i've got a couple of them hanging up in my room right now um you know i i do several different artistic things i write um although i haven't written in a while but i do write um on occasion both poetry and short stories so yeah i mean i've given thought to doing you know something business-wise as far as my art's concerned um you know i feel like right now I'm not where I want to be artistically to do that. But at some point I feel like, you know, once I get better at it, that, you know, that's definitely a possibility. Cause I know there's a niche out there for people that like the stuff that I like, you know? So, um, you know, it's definitely something that's been on my mind. Oh, you're definitely seems to be picking up something. Cause I even found out about you. It was from cosplay of color. Now this has been a growing community over not just Instagram, but Twitter, Reddit, there's all these different platforms just promoting diverse uh, cosplay models or cosplay crafters. And I think you were a recent one that they promote, or maybe that maybe I have that wrong, but like, how does it feel to even be a part of that community or at least to have some acknowledgement of your talent be expressed by like other people? who look like you or who love the same things you do. I mean, it feels great because, you know, honestly, growing up, there weren't very many people like me. Um, Even where I live in the suburbs, there still aren't very many people like me. So, you know, to see that there are other people like me out there that enjoy the same things that I do and to be recognized by them is, is awesome. You know, I have a YouTube channel that I started specifically 
for people like me. But of course, you know, it's open to everybody. But of course, you know, I am a person of color that likes, you know, alternative and gothic makeup. I also like cosplaying. And so I know that there are people out there that haven't really seen that before. And, you know, they think they're alone. And so I want them to look at me and be like, look, you know, there's somebody out there doing what I want to do. You know, let me look at them as somebody to, you know, look up to and you know, I want to show people that, you know, they can be this way. They can be whoever they want to be. They can be cool. They can, you know, do the weird stuff and, you know, be 30 as old as I am and, and still, you know, just be yourself. And I enjoy being this way. You know, I've been this way since I was a kid. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of way of life at this point. <laughs> yeah. So even on your profile, you mentioned being the things you you seem to be really into horror. I mean, that's being gothic kind of goes correlation to the horror genre in some way. And then you even have a code name, uh, Scary Carrie, uh, which is, is it, I mean, yeah. I hope you mentioned being a, now. I've been. I'll tell you, I've been to downtown Dallas. I've been to. The Sheridan, because you mentioned wanting to go to Akon, uh, my favorite convention that I highly recommend even more. I've been to Akon too. I haven't been to it recently, but Anime Fest, I love that convention. It is a very cozy, uh, friendly convention in the Sheridan, Dallas. Very similar to Akon. A big, I would not as big, but more like mid tier, big, medium size anime convention that's very affordable to get into and will give you three nights of fun usually at night people get drunk they take their shirts off and run around like crazy thankfully though what you meant you think about that it's like okay that sounds weird why do i want to be a part of that well i'll say i have maybe walked outside at night at dallas and i i don't know i i feel that sort of Horror vibes when you're just out in a public street. And hopefully you've not had that experience. Or maybe as you said, scary carry, maybe you were uh, looking for someone uh, to prey on for like $10 Whataburger gift card. Uh, and you just found just some random slack uh, uh, across the street, just walking by. And I go, okay, take my Whataburger. Just so you like it. <laughs> No, just how you like it. Okay, I just butchered that uh, catchphrase. <laughs> someone, cool. someone, tried to, someone tried to mug me uh, one time. So, uh, that, no, true story. And they had like a Packers uh, shirt on. Uh, so, not a true Texan. But no, it was just some random crazy guy pretending to be homeless, but was trying to make a deal with some guy. And I just snuck out of that situation. Uh, you also mentioned that you're a gamer, so maybe you can know this reference. I was kind of stealthy, like Metal Gear. Uh, <laughs> to get out of a situation of some crackheads who won all my money. Uh, that This happened like five years ago, so I never, thankfully, I never ran in this situation again. So I'm not saying this is going to be your experience over at the Sherry. Hopefully not. Uh, well, this is up before. <laughs> no, hopefully not. <laughs> but yeah, I am a gamer. I uh, I play pretty much any and all consoles. Um, yeah. I currently have a PS4 and a PS3, and uh, I've been gaming since I was a kid. So um, 
you know, my, my personal favorite are per, first person shooters. And then uh, I've been really big into Borderlands lately, actually. Um, I have the third one, but I haven't played all the way through yet. That's on my list as well. Yeah, I just spent <laughs> a whole 24 hours downloading Cyberpunk because that's the game everyone's going crazy over. That's about to be out. It was 102 gigabytes on my PS4, but you know, I, I'll everybody's going crazy over it. I'm gonna play it. I, I look forward to it too. It kind of reminds me of Blade Runner and Deus Ex and everything. So I, I looks like a really cool game. Hopefully, it's good because nice. a lot that was a lot of memory on my PS4. But that's why you get those. <laughs> that's why you get those memory hard drives or external drives because games now are like close to 100 gigabytes or more. And I had like the launch PS4. Of course, I am like several um. million unlucky people who didn't get a PS5 yet, but that's on my list down the road when it's more possible. Uh, I'm sure you, yeah. as a PlayStation gamer, you've experienced that too. Uh, uh, hopefully yeah. you did not <laughs> the whole day staring at a Walmart screen, hoping to get lucky. That was my mistake. Never do that again. I'm not taking, I'm not playing risk with this. I, I can get it when I, when I absolutely can. No, that's just really cool. And into gaming, into the geek culture, and also horror. Because there are horror conventions as well. I don't know if you've known about any of them. I've never been to. Maybe I've been to one. I forgot. But I, I do know there's a couple that will happen every year. And close to Acon, there's this event called Texas Frightmare. And it's all like the horror cosplayers and people dressing up as uh, yeah. themed characters. There's a couple of them throughout the year. Uh, so pretty much everything you're into, there's cons out there just waiting for you. And that's, again, that's, that's up to how you want to go about it. You want to wait till uh, things are all 100% better which we don't know when that is, or you want to look and see if any of these cons are doable. The, the ones that are happening, but are trying to take safety precautions. I'll say, even if I were, I would, I'm too scared. Cause I'll, I'll tell you, I don't know if you know this, but anime Dallas happened a couple weeks ago and people, cosplayers who attended that convention, they got doxxed by people who were angry that the convention happened. Now, I totally get their sentiment because I don't think convention, my opinion, I don't think conventions should be happening in person at this time. But they were trying to make it work, trying to be safe and everything. And people like, no, you you should not have this happen anyway. And every costler that posted about it, they had their names like, like collected. It was, it was scary. Like it was scary carry. No, you would not do that. I hope not. Don't, no, hey, you you haven't I been to no. That's not your first impression. All right. No, seriously, like I'm I'm afraid to go. No, I I'm I'm not even going to take a chance. But if I was, I would be afraid to go to a convention knowing that. Like I I just go in. Yeah. Because yeah. that's one other thing. Me and cosplayer, you probably want someone to take uh, professional photography of your modeling which I'm sure that's something you've already been doing, but there are cosplay photographers all around Dallas that are still trying to get work into doing photo shoots for cosplayers, and they would have it be six feet apart. They would social distance and everything. 
So cosplayers yeah. are still trying to work and so are cosplay photogs. Have you thought of that too of, well, I mean, I saw some of your pictures where you've had sort of professional modeling, but shot. Have you like looked at all the Texas photography community and like, hey, I want to work with this person? Or do you, are you just kind of uh, like, I have this one photographer I'm going to stick with? Well, to be honest, I actually do my own photography. Um, oh, wow, I have my own cool. camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of my pictures, um, like I, I've been working on getting the shots the way that I want them. So a lot of my pictures are for about the past seven months or so have been with my phone, mainly because I didn't have a tripod and that's how I take my pictures is, you know, via tripod. And so, um, once I finally got a tripod, they started looking a little bit better. Some of them look like crap. Some of them, you know, they're, they're all right. But yeah, I do a lot of my own photography. I, I haven't really had um, anything professional done. I mean, I wanted to, uh, there's not anybody specific that I've, you know, just been like, oh my God, I want to, you know, I want to work with them and mainly because there's not really anybody like that down here that I know that I'm aware of, but um you know, I'm not, I'm not opposed to the idea. I think there are some great photographers out there that have a lot of really good ideas. Well, yeah. I mean, you mentioned you haven't gone to a convention yet. And in Texas, I would just see so many photographers around and they have their own small business. I think some even have their booths sometimes, but and there are some Dallas photographers that people really love or who people really love taking photos with that do some very professional like film level shoots adding special effects to the cosplayers of which i mean if that's something you want to look into in the future see if there's like something you want to work out with one of these people there is a community of people who are into the same things that you are that you may have not fully experienced yet and yeah, yeah i hope that things get better as soon as they can so where uh, you can go out and uh, be at these places and see them at their full force and i think that even when you say you're 30 i don't think it's too late there is this whole thing about if i'm this if I'm this years old, then I got to stop cosplaying. I got to move on. Like cosplaying is only for a certain age. Some people have that. I'm not a cosplayer myself, but I know I've been to a lot of conventions where I've seen cosplayers who are in their 30s, they're in their 40s and 50s and 60s. So it's really how you feel about cosplay. If by the time conventions go back to normal, do you feel like you love this pa uh, passion so much that you want to just go ahead and uh, go to these conventions and be able to experience it, have fun and make memories? Or you'd be like, you know what? No, that I waited too long. I want to do something else. No, I mean, I, I think this is probably going to be, you know, something I do for honestly, probably forever. You know, it's, it's a way for me to express myself and, you know, I don't necessarily have to have pictures of everything that I do, but, you know, I like to kind of shake things up a bit in my uh, <laughs> neighborhood, so to speak, because, you know, people remember somebody walking around with a bunch of stuff, you know, people remember that. And so I just, I like, uh, I like, I don't want to say I like the attention that it gives me, but I, I kind of like the attention that it gives me, but in a, in a good way, you know, because I, that kid, 
in high school that I picked on and people thought I was weird. And uh, the scary thing was actually a high school nickname. I just decided, you know, to go ahead and use it really? <laughs> because, you know, I am scary and I like that. I, you know, that's fine with me. And, uh, you know, I've gotten to embrace that the the older I get. And that's why I get in 30, you know, being 30. When you turn 30, you don't care. You know, you'll be as weird as you want to be. You'll do what you want to be. And, you know, you'll good doing it. And, you know, Karen over there is going to be crazy at you. And that's, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> you know, you're, you're just in what you want to do. And that, that's well. Karen's gonna be crazy at you no matter what age because that's just what Karens do. They have nothing better to do, so they just pick on people. Who don't. True. Yeah, so I I wouldn't worry about what Karens believe. But as far as like you know, don't give a credit, I'll do everything. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know if I want to uh, walk out around the block in my underwear. I'll probably get arrested. So maybe not exactly everything, but we can always hope. Maybe there's the one day where they'll make something <laughs> go. I heard in Germany, you can actually go to the beach by naked. Now, this is a true fact. Yeah. I don't know what I'm telling you. <laughs> it's on Conan O'Brien. So Conan knows his facts. So whatever he says, it's true. Whoever that guy is. Okay. <laughs> now, you, you mentioned making your own content and you got Instagram, of course, but the, if you if people were to go to the link on your Instagram page, they would see some other accounts and I got them right here. One of them is a YouTube channel. Yes, I have the YouTube channel. And uh, so on there, I usually do more like tutorial type stuff for different looks that, um, you know, different looks that I do, or I do reviews on, um, you know, things that I get in the mail, you know, from beauty subscriptions, stuff like that. Um, I think there's a clothing video on there too, about different uh, clothes that I bought. So it's, it's, pretty much based on alternative style uh cosplay. there's some cosplay stuff on there you know pretty much anything related to the gothic culture beauty fashion all that good stuff yeah i think that's really cool you're doing um content creation because of that's a way for people to know the talent that you you've got another platform which i just pulled up is tiktok which has been more of a big thing for content creators than on youtube how's or at least would you agree do you between the two apps which do you think has kind of benefited you more not not saying like views and subscribers the the primary thing is how has it benefited you as a creative and what you want to do in expressing who you are to people i feel like out of all three of the platforms that I use, honestly, Instagram's probably the one I like most because it just, it's just easier for me to navigate. Um, like I, I'm really good at computers, but some apps I'm just like, okay, I don't really see the point in this, I guess. Maybe that's just me being old school, but I mean, TikTok, I haven't really had it very long to really gauge, you know, how, how I like it in conjunction to everything else. I do think that as far as Instagram, I'm see my stuff is seen more. So that one, but as far as just overall, TikTok probably my favorite because I can get short, you know, short videos in there, but you can still see, you know, overall what's going on. And I can reach, I feel like I can reach a different dynamic on there. You know, I can reach younger 
a younger crowd, you know, so to speak, a completely different crowd from Instagram. Cause I feel like some people use, you know, one or the other, not everybody uses both. So. Well, another thing is you can repeat the same videos because there's Instagram reels as well, which I have discovered myself that some of my TikTok videos would get more views on Instagram reels or there would be more people interacting with it, vice versa, the other way around. So it's interesting to play around with that and see what can what what could be the better part in communicating with the people who you interact with on these platforms but i think either way that that's just really cool which yeah. you have a, like you have a couple or a few thousand uh, people following you which that's still a lot of people like that's people uh, checking out the photos that you're posting and everything that's going on which i i mean i'm not all that thing of hey you gotta focus on the followers always gotta be the followers i know you have the hashtag also follow for follower f for f uh, which that's usually what it stands for i've not been a fan of that and i get the where you're coming from with it because it's in a way it could be like hey you want let's support each let's discover new creators people who may be in the, the stuff that we're into which that's a good mindset to go into it most of the time when i see people do follow for follow it's usually people who don't really care about what you're doing anyway and they're just following you so you could follow them back and then later they could unfollow you or you'll just be in the back that's not the type of communication i personally want to endure but I think if for those who look at it, things in a different way, like, you know, I just want to connect with more people who like stuff that I do, regardless of, you know, what, what 100,000 following or whatever. I think that's all f- cool. But have you, with this fall for fall, have you had those experience where people follow you just to unfollow you later? They follow you just to get uh, you to follow them back. Exactly. Like, exactly. And that's the only reason I yeah that's the only reason i put that there is because i found that a lot of people would follow me to basically make me follow them because i follow i follow almost everybody that follows me regardless of you know whether they you know have a short follower account or what i try to follow everybody um you know because i want to be supportive like they're you know supporting me and i have a lot of people that will follow me and then i'll follow them and then they'll all unfollow me so you know, if you're going to do that, then I'm, I'm not going to, you know, take the time to, you know, look at your content because obviously you don't care about mine, but no, I, I follow, you know, almost everybody that follows me unless I, you know, they just don't have anything on their page so I can look at it. I mean, then there's no, no point, you know, I'm, I'm on Instagram to look at people's stuff. So if there's nothing there to look at, there's, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily that, I want more people to follow me. I mean, I do, obviously everybody wants that, but it's not really about that. It's never really been about that. It's just, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to, if, you know, if I'm going to support, you know, if you're going to support me, I'm going to support you. If you don't support me anymore, I'm not going to support you. You know, it's just kind of, you know, that's kind of my way of thinking about it, but there's nothing like necessarily malicious about it or anything like that. I, yeah, just that you run at that risk when you do the fall for fall as, as when, you said I, I've just known I've tried that quite a bit on podcasting Facebook groups and I would, pretty much nine times out of ten I would just get uh, someone that has nothing to do with the work I produce say 
oh wow i i just listened to your work and man it's it's the most incredible thing i've ever heard and here's a picture proving that i listen to your audio now go subscribe and listen to mine or they'll say i subscribed uh man i i gave you a five star i subscribe you're awesome go uh do the same for me and i would look on uh apple podcasts or they say they did five star or subscribe and i would find neither so there are that's a that's the thing that you I don't know if you'll run into on Instagram, but I, I do know that there are people who you who do abuse that. So that's just something yeah. as you keep growing on this platform, just something to watch out for. But I'm sure you already know that. Now, the other thing is besides YouTube and TikTok, you also have Facebook. Is there like, are all of them basically the same or is there something specific about your Facebook page you do as opposed to the Instagram and everything? Uh, I mean, for the most part, the there are some things on there that, you know, go across all the platforms like videos, pictures. Um, Facebook is more for like my actual page. I have, you know, my own personal Facebook, obviously, and then I have my page my page you know pretty much has the same media that instagram has on it there is some stuff that's not you know on one that's on the other um but i mainly use that for you know if i'm editing or something and i'm i want to write a post you know i just write a post on there i usually just kind of use that as as a talking point saying oh i'm doing this or you know something crazy is going on behind the scenes i use that to kind of you know let people know what's going on you know stuff like that um, Instagram's more visual and then, uh, TikTok's more for videos than anything else. Yeah. That's so cool to have these platforms and know what you well, want to do with each of them. So with this year ending, that also brings us to 2021. Have you thought about like what stuff that I want to put out? And after this year is over, Christmas is coming, and then next is New Year's, and then January will be here. And have you have like specific cosplay or uh, makeup projects you want to do, or more ideas or stuff you want to add to your platforms? Yeah, I actually have a whole list that I've been working on for several months. Yeah, I have I have a whole list. Um, basically, ever since this started, you know, not just COVID, but, you know, me working on this, the, the channel, um, I've been making a list of just things that I personally want to do um, or I want to see. Uh, I've been asking friends, you know, stuff they want to see, um, you know, because I have a lot of friends that, you know, support me in real life that, you know, they have ideas, they have questions, they have, you know, whatever. And so I have a list of stuff that I just, you know, kind of tick off as I can, um, you know, and a lot of the stuff that I do, um, I have plans for, I either have to, you know, get the actual costume together, is I'm going to be doing, which I'm slowly and surely, you know, getting that together. And I like to like, you know, go to um, thrift stores and stuff. So it'll be a lot easier to get to those, you know, next year, hopefully. Because right now it's it's kind of people don't seem to throw stuff away during this time. They like to wait till after the holidays. And that's when you get the really good stuff. So 
I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, just having a good time and, and you know, just growing yourself and doing this content that people really enjoy. I think that's, especially in this community of cosplay color, I just really love what it's doing. And I mean, you hopefully being able to connect with people in or outside of Texas that or enjoy the same stuff as you but i bet you one once COVID is over you you're going to have a great time with these cons and the and your life will be either i'll it'll either be so much more fun or it'll be so much more stressful there's this thing that can con goers like to do called con crunch where at the last minute they decide to spend several weeks and countless hours on this costume that they'll wear specifically for this convention people really get into cosplay yeah so. <laughs> yeah i don't know about drama or the the other stuff but i do know the love that people have for these cosplay even in anime conventions where little girls will uh, come or actually big girls sorry adult women and also <laughs> teenagers will come up to and guys okay let's be uh, equal opportunists here they will find an anime character they really love and go oh my gosh get a photo with me you're not ready for that <laughs> oh my gosh it's dr Brazilian with the princess and the frog get a picture with me oops this is not this crazy princess and the frog. Well, <laughs> her ears are spraying like shut the f up no <laughs> Well, I mean, I've got an eight-year-old, so I'm kind of used to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, now you got another reason to go to cons. You got to be yeah. <laughs> too. Okay. So there you go. There you go. For the family. Well, okay. Don't go to places like Alcon or, or Frightmare. That's not something to take kids to. But outside of that, there are some conventions that yeah. are specifically... <laughs> like, if you... If you yeah, you have a, a an eighteen plus mindset per se. Uh, then all con is for you because at the end there's like it's like a strip club in there because uh, there are people who who do Playboy Bunny and yeah Hugh Hefner the costly as and there's like Rocky Horror Picture Show where it was my first time experiencing what the heck Rocky Horror Picture Show was and that's in person seeing people scream and undress. <laughs> So, yeah, don't, if you want to have like a, a ladies night out and say, hey, you had husband or a fiance, take care of the kid for me for a weekend. And so while he's having father, <laughs> son or father, daughter night, you're going out there and getting loose and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if like your husband's just walking in like, what, is, who are you talking to? What are you planning? He knows. He already knows. I told him about this earlier. <laughs> he just forgot. Oh, you're going to have, you're going to experience so much. Like, cons are, you are not prepared for cons in a good way. It, it, well, wherever you want to say it. Anyway, Leigh, I love talking to you. You just putting that smile on your face and uh, you already look like you just love what you're doing and you're in a good mood. And hopefully that stays. You know, hopefully you've not had, because that's another thing that I, <laughs> when I interview lots of creators of color, they also bring up stories of uh, racism and all that. So I didn't focus on that because 
I feel like you want to have fun, but that is something. I mean, you mentioned TikTok as one thing. I actually did an interview with someone earlier about or what's going on with TikTok and that certain Black creators are getting their content uh, removed for supposed content violation, even though they didn't. It's basically like a whole yeah. algorithm issue going on. So you already know about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually had it happen. One of my first videos, I immediately took it down. And um, I mean, we can we can talk about that if you want. I mean, honestly, I've noticed, you know, since I started this, um, you know, especially after the whole, um, you know, this protest, protests and start, you know, protest start everything like a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, let's start buying black owned brands and let's start, you know, uh, you know, watching black content creators and stuff like that. And I did notice that, you know, they were saying it, but they're not doing it, you know, and it's just very, it's, it's just very disheartening when, you know, you see people when they're saying things, but they're not actively doing them. You know, you can't just say you're going to support somebody. You have to actually support them. Otherwise, you know, it's just all talk. And that's one thing about that, that really, you know, upset me is like, you know, I feel like, there's not enough visibility for us sometimes. And, you know, people say they want to support us, but then they don't. And nobody really, well, I don't want to say nobody really talks about it, but it's not something that's really talked about, you know, very much. And it needs to be, you know, people need to be called out on their, on their nonsense. You know, if they're going to be doing that, don't, don't be a fake ally. Be a, you know, if you want to support us, support us. If you don't keep your mouth shut, it's that simple. <laughs> So, you know. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. But hopefully you are getting mm-hmm. genuine support. I think you deserve it. So, I mean, that that's that's just where we're going to see is just keep uh, fighting the good fight and, and helping 2021 is much happier. I mean, I, I, I can't put all the eggs in one basket because uh, there's already, like, things being said that, hey, don't, don't expect... Don't expect like uh, just a happy musical number once 2021 starts happening. We're still going to be in COVID and we're still going to be in all these uh, big race issues. But one step at a time and helping things get better. But I always would say is just keep your head up and keep being you. Anyway, you could find Carrie Blue, uh, Sky, okay, I'm getting that right or maybe I'm not, but on as yeah. we talked about instagram blue sky blue okay yeah blue sky blue you know what i because i read out what for some reason i thought of it as something else and i had blue as in blue cheese for a reference yeah <laughs> facebook tiktok and instagram and this will be uploaded onto ponds press now i will there have been some space outs between q a and i'm you know i will edit down the fluff uh because we even though we're talking and things are going fine there is still a few second like reaction delay between me talking and between you responding but that will be edited down i mean i go in and edit and make sure things are smoother but it will be on several audio platforms if you listen to a platform on your choice like as we mentioned uh uh what was it? Apple Podcasts, but SoundCloud, Spotify, I'm on everywhere. If I'm not on there yet, I will be. TikTok, as I mentioned, doing little 30-second clips I like to put on there. And Instagram, Ponspress, Facebook, Ponspress, Twitter, at ChasePon64. Speaking of gamer events, 
so glad you have uh, entered in your nerd card because at the time <laughs> recording, yes, at the time of recording this, tomorrow will be the game awards. So there's a game award ceremony going on tomorrow. And if you're on YouTube, it's probably going to be broadcasted on there. But we're going to have a watch party. Me and my co-host of the Gaming Tadpole, who is also a woman of color, just amazing, amazing lady. We are going to be hosting the game awards. We're going to be talk, uh, talking about, we're going to be making fun of it, uh, do, <laughs> doing or some predictions and all that and yeah so it's a award ceremony it's gonna have lots of game reveals so anybody who's in any type of game like if you're if you're that into gaming you this is like e3 in a way because they they pack in a ton of games that they really reveal that you don't even know about Uh, that will be it'll be really cool to see what happens there although they did also say we will see the first trailer for the Uncharted movie. So I don't know if you know the game Uncharted. So yes. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. So there's a movie uh, based on uh, Uncharted or about it. And they're going to have the first trailer for it. It's going to star Tom Holland, who is Spider-Man, and also Mark yeah. uh, Wahlberg. All right. I'm not. Nice. I, I don't know. Because it's <laughs> right already. It's got me concerned. He's a good actor sometimes. Well, well sometimes. okay. I'm... So it's it's a movie that got that, that got re- scrapped ten, like for ten years. It was supposed to come out when Uncharted Two was about to come out, and that was when Mark Wahlberg was supposed to play Nathan Drake, and now he's playing Sully, which is his mentor in in the game. But I like there was a behind the scenes. <laughs> Uh, Mark Wahlberg was putting on a mustache. He's like, don't ask. Don't effing ask. I'm like, okay, is he pissed that he's in this? That is not a good sign. If he's angry, like he's not saying, hey guys, I get to be Sully and Uncharted. I'm so excited. No, he's like, don't ask. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be selling this movie. That's not... <laughs> but yeah, you got the director of, of Venom directing this movie. You got... yeah. Yeah, Transformers. The people write the Michael Bay Transformers movies, writing the script. So I'm like, I'm, I'm already expecting the worst. But I will give the trailer a chance. And yes, Tom Holland, he is great. I don't know how he is as Nathan Drake, but we'll, we'll see. But, uh, Mark Wahlberg, no. I, I mean, most of the movies Mark Wahlberg's in, he's always got to have that Boston accent. Hey guys, we gotta go find this treasure, bro, bro. We yeah. gotta find this treasure. Want a Bud Light bar? <laughs> Bro, and he always says bro too. Like I review movies on my main podcast, and I I can name like five movies in a row. He's always saying bro. You're Nathan Bro Drake. Nice to meet you, bro. I'm Sully. We gotta find treasure, Sir Francis Drake, bro. I'm a Bud Light. Anyway, like I love talking to you, and you know I I, I cannot wait for COVID to be over. So hopefully I get to see you in one of these conventions because um, I want to make sure that you have fun. I think you're awesome, and you're like never talking to you again. Uh, no, I, I appreciate I, that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you have a good one.